When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, plenty have already written off the Dragons before a ball's been kicked, Matt, uh, Matty Campbell. Are the Dragons living on a prayer tomorrow? Oh, I think so, unfortunately. And I am a Dragons fan, but yes, I haven't seen enough from the preseason, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see. I'll be watching, though. I'm a fan. Matty Russell's off to call the footy on Fox Sports this afternoon, but joining us now is the Mercury's league writer, Mitch Jennings, to talk St George Illawarra. We've discussed last week at length all the dramas that have gone on during the off-season just to get to round one. The Dragons have had the bye in the meantime, cooling their heels. Geno, finally, we get to see what they've got to start the season. Yeah, indeed. Living on a prayer so fitting, Baz, given your staunch support and belief in the Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> very, very interesting. Oh, so true, <laughs> mate. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. Um, it's a strange feel coming into this one because, you know, we always talk about the value of trials. Can you read too much into them? And, and all the rest and the charity shield, you know, sparks even more debate than most. And it was that many weeks ago now, and there's been so much gone on, so much discussion around the club. It feels like they're going into their first game of the season on some sort of three or four game losing streak in a lot of ways. People are talking about the future of the coach and how's it going to be, wooden spoon predictions, all this type of stuff, and they haven't even kicked the ball yet. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting. But for uh, I think in a lot of ways, there's a lot on the line, more than you typically have in a, in a season opener you know, when they take on the Titans because um, it was the Titans that had a win last week and they've always been troublesome for the Dragons, I remember, over the years taking them on. So it's, I just think people are going to really be looking at every aspect of the performance, what the, the body language is like, the morale, and, of course, what the performance itself offers up. But there'll be a lot of very keen eyes uh, on it for sure. A familiar sort of lineup. A couple of changes from last year. Murdoch Masilla comes in on that uh, left edge. Uh, Thoreau's own Toby Couchman makes his NRL debut. We'll get to see which side of the field Zach Lomax will actually play on to start the season. And obviously Jaden Sullivan starting at six. Talatawa Moan during the week getting the permission to play after mm-hmm. originally being stood down under the NRL rule over that assault charge. But because it's being held in a local court, the uh, the length of the penalty is actually now downgraded, which takes him under that threshold. Um, I gather Sullivan's done all the ball work in the lead-up, and so Griffin, while no doubt Amone's been doing all the, the fitness work, hasn't been sort of included in a lot of that first 13 work that they do during sessions. So Sullivan's got the nod. Um, is this basically the best combination that the Dragons are, are going to have this year, You know, given that Amone's probably the X factor to come back in? Well, it is. It's an interesting question, Baz. We spoke about it last week, and I was, you know, I was quite stunned, as as we sort of said, that the, that the rulings come down this way. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I think there were some people at the Dragons that were, you know, hopeful of this outcome, but certainly not expecting. I guess they've been a bit, uh, maybe some lingering scars from the no fault stand down uh, that they sort of went through with Jack Bell in there for the best part of three years. But it's an interesting question because obviously, had this incident not occurred, had he not been stood down. Uh, Telltale Moan was probably a lock 
uh, for number six this year. I mean, given that the um, you know he had ups and downs start to the season last year, but he finished really strongly and it probably really established a firm hold on that jumper. Uh, would have been a headache that Anthony Griffin didn't have probably coming into the season as to who he was going to put there. But uh, the no-fault stand-down obviously changed a lot of things. But as it's going to turn out, he's probably... Well, he was eligible for this week, but I'm not surprised he's having a run around in Reggie's first, given he hasn't had a trial and all those things you mentioned about you know the ball work and doing the game prep. So I'm not surprised he's not playing this week. But does he become available next week? Does he go straight in? Because that would have been the case for a season opener had that not occurred. So... Interesting if, if Jaden Sullivan really takes his opportunity by you know, the scruff of the neck tomorrow night, it might be a bit of a headache. But I, I tend to think, you know, should should he become available, should he be ready? I, I tend to think Talatia Almon will be back in there sooner rather than later. It's interesting too, that halves battle. Kieran Foran in uh, at 5'8". So you got his experience there with Tanner Boyd at halfback and obviously Ben Hunt's experience uh, with with Sullivan. So, you know, obviously it's that old thing of getting the forwards and getting the metres, but uh, Hunt and Foran are going to have a fair say on the contest. Well, yeah, they will. Obviously they will. I think Kieran Foran, I think they want, in different ways, obviously, you know, Ben Hunt's going to run the show. He's going to be the most dominant player, do all all those things. I think Kieran Foran's in a bit of a position where, you know, he, he his natural inclination would be to take over and do a lot of that stuff. But obviously they want Tanner Boyd to be doing, you know, a fair bit of that as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It comes down to the half. But look, the, the forward battle is an intriguing one. I think it's where it'll be where it'll be won. And uh, look, obviously Dave Mathita re-signed this week. He'll be, he'll be sticking around. They'll probably give him a boost and whether that gives him a boost across the board uh, remains to be seen. But that's, it's an interesting one to look at, Baz, because I thought in the in the charity shield, as much as there was a lot of focus on, you know, the performance of, of Tyrell Sloan and, and obviously Jaden Sullivan with his little cameo, the, the forwards were abysmal against the Rabbitohs. They just went through them, hot knife through butter. Damien Cook had a field day. And uh, I guess the Titans with their pack, uh, if they get you know, more than their share of footy, uh, can do a similar thing through the middle. So that's what I'll be looking at. I want to see what the the men in the middle um, toss up for the Dragons this week and see if, um, you know, they've done some work or at least done some probably, it's probably some work between the ears just to, to harden up through that middle and, and not, not have uh, teams go through on the way South Sydney did. Matty, in the set of six with Matty Russell there before, he asked the question about the Dragons and scoring the first try, and mm. we didn't expand on it, but the significance of that to me and why, you know, there's an expectation is they, they need to start well, and, you know, oh, it's 20 minutes of the first game of their season. Yeah. But the Charity Shield, the first half, they were so awful mm-hmm. in that first 40 minutes when Dragons fans are looking to see where their standard is, where they're at. They know Anthony Griffin's under pressure. They know the young players need to have their chance to really stamp their spot this year. And then that 40 minutes was the result. So to me, they, they need to start well against the Titans and really set a tone. Yeah, Mitch said it at the start of the program. It's like it's they've already been written off in a lot of people's eyes. And that's on the back of having some poor years. And this is where the preseason and the first game become really important from a psychic point of view when you're a player or, you know, as a club for your support base is that you've got to get out and showcase um, that you're going to be competitive throughout the year or the supporters will switch off before you even get a chance to start the season. And I agree with you. If they don't come out and, and, and show some real ticker to start the game, um, then, yeah, there'll be a lot of fans that will turn it off and just go find something else to do on a Sunday afternoon. Now, that's not what you want from a Dragons point of view. Um, and they didn't show that in the preseason. Now, even I look at the Illawarra Hawks from my point of view in basketball sense. Last year, brand new coach. It was the preseason was like a proper game.
teams from from the coaching staff and the playing group point of view yeah. is that they were like, well, we've got to establish that we're going to be competitive now in the preseason where some established teams don't take preseason that seriously. Where, but if you're trying to, um, you know, if you're trying to reinvent yourself or you're trying to make a mark, you need to be good in the early parts of the season so that you continue to get your fan base and you know give yourself a chance mentally as well to be competitive throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. Geno, stick around. We're going to head to a break, but plenty more to come. Saturdays in the gong. There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.